0: Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including DuckTales, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and I'm, today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew, Hello. And Steve Zeck. Hi. Today, we are continuing our coverage of DuckTales. Uh, we are covering the, the final four episodes of the season that just aired uh, this past week. We have uh, Time Foon. Blom Tales, The Richest Duck in the World, and the the, fina- the season finale, Moon Invasion, which was a double-length episode, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, you can catch up on our previous DuckTales coverage of last week's episodes and the, the rest of our uh, talk at OverTheAnimated.com. You can find our DuckTales feed at OverTheAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverTheAnimated. Uh, we recently added playlists to the YouTube channel, and if you want to make uh, binging a little bit easier catching up on our various show coverage but yeah wherever you listen to us we appreciate the the ratings reviews and any listens um but yeah we'll 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 be talking today about the finale of DuckTales the the season finale um there's a lot of different topics we could go into but we'll begin as usual with uh, general thoughts uh, how you guys are feeling uh Michelle let's go to you first Uh, after after this week of DuckTales, where are you at?
1: So, like, this is to clarify, this is not just the finale,
0: but the other
1: three episodes yes. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> we're talking about
0: yeah, yeah. four.
2: Well, it's it's okay. kind of like an arc, you know? So, yeah.
1: it, was, it is. It is kind of like
2: weird. a Netflix, like one thing led to another thing. It's
1: like a mini duck bomb, yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose. A I contained arc. Well, I. I really like this show. I really like this season. I I was a big fan of all of these episodes. I think, personally, Time Food and Glom Tales were the most fun. And the second half of Moonvasion, I felt like, was significantly stronger. Just because, like, it was a lot funnier and had high stakes and a good payoff. So, I was all about that. Um... I, like, kind of really love Glom Tales, even though it was a really dumb episode. Uh (laughs) I think, like... Glamgold just low-key becoming my, like, discount brand box man in his absence, you know? So that's, like, a big part of it, too. But, I, yeah, no, I really like these episodes. Plus, it was nice, you know, just to see, like, Della trying to figure out how to be mom. And I felt like Green Shirt getting grounded was totally justified. But then, like, you know, he did his thing, and then he had to learn a lesson. But, like, also, like, mad props. He gotta be the richest duck in the world, and he's like, what? 11 Eleven. he's a young young duck so that's pretty cool also penumbra um this is a tangent but i'll just say the fact that launchpad was like hitting on her felt like the biggest no homo i've seen in a show in a long time mm. because Della and penumbra i was feeling it you guys like <laughs> i didn't them before i was feeling it in the finale and then like that launchpad thing happened and i was like did the show just throw this in at the end to give us no hope for the game? <laughs> is that... Is that all this was... Because has like a million ladies at this point.
2: Yeah. He well, point. well it's, not, it it's not... Like, it's not like it was clear she was reciprocal on his feelings. I mean, not can't true. bring no-
1: I think he's kind of into the fact that she could crush him, but like also oh, Penumbra and Della though they make such a good team. But those those are my opening thoughts in general. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, I, well, I'm glad had... we hit on Launchpad Penumbra in initial thoughts. But <laughs> well, I, I... such well, well,
1: an well, so well, I'm not getting over
2: it. Well, they might be young, but we still have Webby and Lena. So,
1: oh, that's true. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Uh, okay, um,
0: Steve, your general thoughts on this week of episodes and on the finale.
2: Oh, it was... It delivered, man. It was awesome. Um, Each episode kind of better than the next. I kind of agree, Michelle. Kind of Glam Tales was kind of maybe the... When it peaked, really, because... I don't know. I, I love, like, villain team-ups and stuff. And I also love how they made it clear why villain team-ups never work out. Because mostly villains... They have egos, and yes. egos get in the way. So, of the <laughs> common go <goal> right there. <laughs> oh, and I and I love how throughout that episode, toward the end, like everyone was ignoring Glomgold and thought like Magica, like the mat was the mastermind and stuff. And and what we find out later in the very last scene that co coworker was wow. But um, and as as for the arc here, I mean, big Louis arc here. Like I said, he deserved to get grounded. Maybe did yeah. him some good. Um, and I love how Della was sort of one step ahead of him, like with, with keeping enforcing the grounding. And the only reason it didn't work was because the villains invaded the mansion. So is that not really like Della's fault, or? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I wouldn't take the whole launch launchpad thing too seriously, though. We'll see what happens there. Um. <sighs> I'm, I'm with you, Michelle. I'm on hotel up a number thing. So, yes. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, oh, and Lunarius. I mean, oh my, it's all about a fitting punishment. Oh, and lastly, we can't forget though, we had a big surprise guest star in the episode, we had a um, melon Mickey Mouse.
1: And oh, we're gonna get to yeah. that
2: castaway stuff. That was oh, amazing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got a little guest here. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody, hot dog. Do you like the episode? Ah, I'll do my uh, get their parents here. Anyway, gotta go. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> yes,
0: that, that was an improvement on the Donald impression. <laughs> well, so that's I, an easy
2: voice <laughs> to do. That's much easier oh, than Donald. Donald is right, so good. Right. You, you
0: did good. Yeah, that, that, that was that was and a he's, um, one. a ten times
2: bigger icon than Luca would ever be, so... Uh, okay,
0: sure um yeah so my general thoughts on here i am in strong agreement that glom tales was the most entertaining piece of this of this week just because Glomgold is a treasure i think Get that ducktales does its goofy villains pretty well and so when it put them all together with Glomgold as a leader it just felt right it felt natural <laughs> and, uh, and so like seeing them all like bicker together is great fun um how about beaks shirt I am
2: ten years old. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, lots, lots of lots of little gags in that in that episode that we'll probably break down. Uh, Della having a learning how to be a, a responsible parent arc was inevitable, but I think that they handled it o- okay. Um, especially like with like Louis, you know, he's a character that um, has been go- getting off scot free for most of this show, so it feels. It, it also feels like okay, it's time to like put him in his place, so that that all. Felt done pretty well, well. Um, and
2: also they they did good parallels here at the very end. We saw parallels to Louis and Gladstone, and we kind of see how Gladstone pretty much never gets comeuppings. He always gets away with anything. He's such a lazy little b- guy. So mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, the the, <laughs> the,
2: f- the finale
0: in particular it was uh, very impressive in terms of like uh, uh, of tying in the the Moon people and giving it this kind of epic uh, feel that the Shadow War had too um s- similar vibes of like everything getting dark and spooked, but like this one kind of had the bonus like long gets inserted to like add the levity to it and mm-hmm. the the Ooh, ang- the ink was-
1: ang- Best
0: part. yeah the angle of like defeating the vi- the villain in the season finale by doing the dumb plan is i, yeah! don't, it's, I don't think yeah. it's a, it's a strategy that i've seen many show finales do and so it felt refreshing in a way it's like yeah. wow like <laughs> yes. like this epic thing is going to end with like some like crazy scheme that would only glomgold would
2: be capable of and i love that it, so that's cool as Glomgold is the world's savior, man, he's never gonna let Scrooge live that down. And he shouldn't, you know. He, he, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't. He did. He, he deserves to win for once.
0: Yeah, he, he deserves to claim that credit. So good, good for Glomgold. I think that he was a great. Uh, he was g- greatly used in the in this uh, week. Um, now, I I want to bring up a question here because this is a feeling I got after I finished um, the finale. I thought it was really good. I got, we got the thing at the end where it's like it's setting up, um, season three with uh, these, uh, vultures who've been, um, you know, f- foul, uh, this, now they're, um, their villain thing. I know it's a reference from DuckTales in nineteen eighty seven as uh Gander. yeah, Yeah. Well,
2: yeah actually the... a reference to Darkwing Duck. Mac oh, Night Okay. Night okay, Duck okay. Series, but... Yeah, so it's it's the it's
0: been used in DuckTales adjacent to shows before. <laughs> so like the, this kind of like a dark uh, supervillain group. Uh Gandra D I recognized, but the other people
2: I didn't really recognize well, as fun, being in the Fanzo show. Funzo is one of them. Funzo, the guy who works at the amusement park <laughs> You find out he's one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. He's a like dark person
2: and, underneath his. And body. Rocker yeah. Duck, remember from that West Wild West flashback episode, he's yeah. among them. Yeah, so yeah, like and, they're very like side and, uh, side characters, oh, characters and chicken, are and the chicken and the stupid the chicken dude. He was a character in Dark Green Ducks. right, in dark right, Green Ducks, right. So, okay. Well, I I bring that up to say that I was very impressed with
0: this final episode of uh, of Moonvasion, and it was like animated really well. It gets all the characters involved. It gets the main the, the our, our goofy villains involved. It does, and it wraps up a big thing that was connected to Della with the moon stuff. So to me, this kind of felt like a bit vi- like. If this was a series finale, I'd have been very happy. Like, yeah, th- this, this, okay. like, I could have ended here and I'd be fine. And, like, season three, I'm not really hooked on it. So, like, I don't know if I feel. We, it- don't,
1: we don't know what it is? means. We have no yeah. idea what, what well, the vultures have in store. But I will say, like, there are so many just callbacks to, like, so many characters from the last two seasons, which I think adds credence to why it feels like it could be a, a series finale. Alex. Plus, it's like the whole, like the entire Duck family is fighting for mm-hmm. Earth and like is in that spaceship at the end. And that's just like, it's insane to see them all together because there's so many people now.
0: Mm-hmm. But.
1: That also, like, makes it feel, like, way more amplified, I'd say, than the stakes of season one, for sure. It just feels like a, a huger cast now.
2: I can, can't can believe, though, if they actually... If they cut that last scene with that with Fowl and ended there, that could have worked as a serious finale. Though, imagine, though, if they actually kept the scene with Fowl as a cliffhanger, but that was a series finale. Imagine how angry people would be, like... People, yeah, but, like... I, I don't know, like, uh, I, I just feel like... Well, oh, All I know is is we still don't have Daisy in the show, so it can't end yet. And I know (laughs) next season we're getting that, so...
0: Yeah, see, I I think there's a disconnect between, like, people who have the nostalgia for all these characters that are, like, have appeared in one episode. It's like, oh, but they're going to get a bigger role. And me is just like, well, am I really invested in a a, a whole season of these being our main villains? Like, uh, it's just, it's a very tough sell to me.
1: It depends uh, on what they do. I feel like. I feel like this season's whole arc was about, like, family making, like, maybe new choices or stepping out into, like, this chapter that they've never had to before. But maybe season three is going to be, like, really menacing, and they're going to try to, like, emotionally tear the family apart to destroy their power. Like, it could be the dark season, and I love a dark season. Oh,
2: season three is always the dark season. Like, Sailor Moon's third season was the dark season. There you go. It's going to be the dark season, Alex. Alex, can I go and (laughs) sell the show to you there? Um, Two words. Get smart. That means nothing to me. Well, well, next season we're going to have spy versus spy-like parody stuff. And I'll tell you, one of the funniest things I've ever seen is the 1960 sitcom Get Smart. So if they take any notes from that show in this season, I think we're in for a treat. Uh, so look oh, honestly,
0: get smart that's a great show. <laughs> yeah that mean that that last 30 seconds meant nothing to me but um <laughs> uh, look the another thing w- with this that uh, you even you uh, michelle you mentioned that like a theme of this season has been with the, the the family like getting closer together and i'd argue that's always been a theme of the of the show like even from the pilot like that's the main thing it's like oh there's a missing piece of our family and we need this to to make it complete it's like the
1: restructuring too it's like what do we do now that Della's here how is that going to change everything I feel like that's been a bigger part of this season yeah yeah yeah
0: and so it it feels almost like it's kind of Culminated with with this like last arc of Della, like beca- like setting herself in the motherly role, and they have like the scene at the end of all of them together in in the ship, and Scrooge is like, I miss this, like seeing Donald and Della, like it feels very like uh, triumphant, like oh look, we're finally all together again. Like,
2: so are you saying that's it's...
1: why we got to tear them apart now in season three? <laughs> so are you, you saying, saying, the season... Dark Side.
2: So you're saying the season finale was too good for you, Alex? Well, it just was... it, it felt like a climax. <laughs>
0: And like uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do uh, um, like going backwards.
2: Alex, can I just say though, no, next season, hopefully, we'll get into Webby's origins because there's a theory going around the internet that Webby is really a clone of Mrs. Beakley. Yeah. See, look, if, if
0: you need to resort to what? clone <laughs>
2: theories to be interested in a third season, then I'm not buying. <laughs> no, I'll just tell you, Sarah, if you guys believe that theory or not. So. I don't. Why
1: would anyone even say that? Why? <laughs>
2: Because
0: people need to do clone theories to spice up their lives. Hey, <laughs> anyway, it worked. Why yeah, do worked. that
1: when they can ship Penumbra and Della? That's <laughs> enough spice for me.
2: Oh, it's oh, it's, it's happening. I'm pretty sure that's happening. And, and you already got confirmed uh, a gay couple. Um, Violet's parents—they're two big dudes. So that's been confirmed. So.
1: Oh really? Oh, that's cool. I hope we see them
0: yeah. in the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so so yeah so that 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 was my main main thought going into it but um we 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 shall see but uh, it it definitely um it definitely fe- feels very epic this uh, this finale the um moonvasion um i guess uh, uh, M- michelle of of like the four episodes or or of the fi- well no, let's focus on the finale first i guess <laughs> Um, Okay. Of of the finale, um, is there anything specifically that stood out to you or something that impressed you or got a big reaction out of you from the 44 minutes of it?
1: Uh, Like I said before, I feel like the second half is definitely the stronger of the two because the first half just feels like we're running around a lot of action is happening oh no the moon invasion is here but the second half's like really funny we got castaway references (laughs) we got glomgold referencing like that jaws sailor and then we have the crazy glomgold plot and it's executed perfectly so i feel like those two moments in particular really stood out to me like the the donald castaway thing is like, the craziest idea, but it makes so much sense because we know he crash-landed somewhere and he hasn't been in the show for, like, a handful of episodes at this point. So, for him to have, like, a, a, like a, a Mickey Wilson equivalent <laughs> out of watermelon, which also doesn't like so if he's eating sand and seaweed, like why did he never eat his friend? I mean, he's made out he's of watermelon. Not
2: a, because he wouldn't eat I don't know a good guy he would not eat his friend. I mean
1: I guess so, but I mean it, <laughs> yeah, so that's just like it's amazing. That's amazing. And then Congo just like having the most insane. Plan, like, yeah, he gets his beakley to dress up as like a little 10 year old boy, launch pads to rock, and then Scrooge (laughs) has to be Santa, which is like viscerally making him uncomfortable (laughs) when he's on the sleigh. It's just so good, I loved it a lot. Oh, Oh, and
2: and before the finale deal, the crew said there would be deaths in the finale, and the death count here yeah, a lot of some gyro clones on one of the light bulb things, and of course. Mel and Mickey, R.I.P. Mel and Mickey.
1: Oh yeah, they ate him. That was pretty horrifying for Donald.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure it, it reached the
0: emotions of Tom Hanks losing his volleyball in the ocean, um, losing Mickey. Um, I will say that the Mickey voice was very on point.
2: Uh, I don't
1: think doing Mickey, like it's Disney. They probably just think... got that guy to come in for a day to. Be well, the
2: actually, the voice of Mickey and Storkley's are the same, so. There, there you work. go, You just yeah, got yeah. to do it. Well, I, I was going to say, like, I think it's physically impossible
0: for Donald to have done that.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Donald's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He, he could pull and it did off, I, I think. Like, that like, if if he can
2: do that, then why doesn't he just talk like that all the time? <laughs> well, he had, well, last season, remember for that brief period finale, he talked like a normal person. That's true. Um, And I also mentioned mentioned many times that Mickey and Donald was my very first gay ship. So.
1: Wait, really? I didn't know this. Well,
2: well, well I thought Mickey was a girl when uh, at the time, but still, it counts. <laughs> I was like five or five years old or so. Okay. Or so. <sighs> um. <laughs> I, Alex, what uh, was your
1: favorite part of the finale? I uh,
2: um
0: I enjoyed gl- Glomgold. I'm I'm sorry, I'm broken. Um. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't focus on anything right now. Uh, Gl- Gl- Glomgold saying stuff like, a, a, "like I survived like a Scottish cockroach." Uh, he, it, the, oh, the, yeah, the Glomgold powerpoints are always good in this show. Oh, like they so they, oh, they oh, use that that all the time. And like in this episode it was very it was very good. It's like just showing him off. Doing but he's not Scottish. Well, yes that, that that that's the reminder, right? I think he does get his beard ripped off at some points during this. It's is a good you know reminder that even the beard is fake. Um, I forgot his
1: beard is fake.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and and agreed that like just his entire planning is is just great. Of like also like the sharks in in parkas, <laughs> they're called sharkas. Which
1: sharkas. Oh that was good too.
0: Yeah yeah. So just gl- Glam Gold all in all was uh, really great. Um I I will also say for uh when they go into space um I feel like they uh their animation of the ships like flying uh, around each other is like up a notch because like it feels the, mm-hmm. the 3D like really stands out when they're like shooting off the turrets and uh it, it feels almost like Star Warsy in a way so I I, I I was really impressed by the work they did in, in the space fight sequences
2: mm. Um are you just shocked though that General Lunaris is pretty much he's not dead but he's pretty much stranded there forever
1: that's a little horrifying, honestly. It was probably, slow, painful death.
2: He'd probably die of starvation. Like.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm surprised, though, during the climax of the fight, he said something about, haha, take that, Della. When I thought Scrooge was his main enemy, like, that just felt weird.
1: I think maybe he thought Della was realistically the only one that could stop him.
2: Like because
1: I said. He planned so much for Scrooge, but I don't know if he really planned for Della.
2: Yeah, and again, he just ignored Webby and Mrs. Beakley as potential threats. Pre-
0: yeah, and they, they were off busy doing their, their own thing. Um, but
2: Beakley the biggest. Was, uh, dressed but, as a farmer person. She's
1: cosplaying <laughs> but, a child.
2: But the biggest underestimation, of course, was him underestimating Glamgold. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, really, though.
2: <laughs> uh, l- l- <laughs> Who blame him?
0: Lanaris' delivery of none of this makes any sense yeah, <laughs> it was it's like, so really good. <laughs> I will
1: say, Lunaris felt legitimately intimidating during this finale. Like I kind of didn't care about him until now, but just like seeing how much like he was freaking out, Scrooge did a lot for me to believe that he actually was a pretty menacing oh. bad guy.
2: And Donald mm-hmm. called him a monster. In case you mm. understood, did you, did you get that part? Bart? I
1: didn't hear it, but I believe you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, the, that, 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 all, that whole ending, the second half of that episode is really strong. Um, the fir- the first half is still has like some stuff. Like there's Scrooge giving that like speech on the table with like all the rant, random allies. And like, oh. the, the, mm-hmm. this again is just and like how- reminding you of like, Hey, look, these are all the good side characters. <laughs> you got, like Gizmo Duck and oh, Lena and the
1: so well, librarian.
0: <laughs> And of course, what's his name, the purple guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, the 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 ongoing joke of Darkwing not being uh, respected is,
2: and is I a l- good one. I love the reveal that Fenton's mom knew all along that he was Gizmo Duck. I mean, unrealistic.
0: Yeah, a, a mom would know that. A She's mom would, smart.
1: Know,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's also like that whole fight in the high in the highway. That's uh, Ice Scrooge enters playing to bagpipes, <laughs> which you know. I feel like we haven't gotten as much Scrooge in season two as we did in season one, so this also it's felt like a good return. Dallas. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's been a dull yeah. season, but like the, this, ep- the finale was a good return to form for Scrooge, in in my opinion. So, good for Scrooge to like uh, take take arms here, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we, the Mick, the Mickey stuff it's good um also like Do- donald and della finally getting their reunion like that was and they thing. fight
1: that was so funny i love like they're such siblings scrooge yeah. gets it mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah like you get first the yelling at each other but then it's like uh, oh I- we did miss uh, each other and they hug and cry oh, feel, it feel, yeah. feels great uh
2: so so that- what a- yeah, that's great. What about the uh, the doing uh, generations of like with the cousins and the triplets and Webby? Wait, Who are the cousins? I'm sorry. Oh, oh the feathery Gladstone oh, oh, Donald. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, like that, that was
0: nice too.
2: Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, where people mm-hmm. clamoring for feathery's return? <laughs> I don't know, but I love the part though when uh, Dewey huh. was like, uh, "I'm the Uncle Donald." I
1: mean yeah. oh yeah when they're like all posing he's like oh no yeah, <laughs> is this yeah. what this means
0: <laughs> yeah um i i, I, I guess 3 is important because he brings this giant krill or his, his sea creature misty so, misty is that what it's called okay or Misty. i don't know M- M- Misty. maybe, maybe yeah. yeah so but so he he brings them back to to the uh, fight um yeah, so we can talk a little bit about Launchpad and Penumbra, because that's, like, the weird part of that finale, because I was also taken, taken aback by this.
1: You were? Well, okay, good. Yeah,
0: because, like, as mentioned,
2: Launchpad, his thing so throughout many, the show is that so he has girlfriends. And also all- and, men. And also the fact that we actually see Penumbra's face. The whole gag is all Launchpad girlfriends. We never really got a clear view of them. Either we, they're off screen. They're <laughs> a far I away, like, in the distance, true. or they have a, or in this case of one of the comic books, they have a space helmet over their face. So it's weird. Yeah,
0: like, Launchpad's love life should be kept off screen because it's funnier that way. Now, uh, exactly. Am I, Besides, am if I you know, gonna have to deal with the season of Launchpad trying to impress Penumbra? Like, I'm oh. not sure I want oh,
2: that. You should know the best Launchpad ship it's is Launchpad and and Drake Mallard, so, you know, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, but uh, Penumbra...
0: Also, I guess the question is, like, oh, are all these moon people going to, like, stay in the story? Or, or the like, I, I don't know. Like, Penumbra might just, like, show for, like, two episodes that season two.
2: Are, that's they, a... are there some of them maybe going to move on to Earth, maybe, because I, they liked it? I did like how, at the end, when the fighting was over, you did see one of the moon... Moon people hug one of the earthling, Earthlings, like like saying, "I'm sorry for everything they did." It that was a nice, detailed thing
0: yeah and like we do the 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 thing that you do with the villain where the villain was like, I'm gonna kill all the all the people that held me because I'm gonna kill the earth, and then everybody's like, Oh, he's a bad guy after all, <laughs> and so now all these moon people are happy to be around earth again, so yeah but yeah Pen- penumbra um I, I don't think she had as big a role in the finale as I would have expected, because she kind of yeah. only shows up at the end to be like... Very,
1: very last second. She
0: <laughs> yeah. Was, uh... She, she, she yeah. only shows up out of nowhere to crash her ship into the machine. <laughs>
1: I thought she was dead! I was like, whoa, yeah. that got dark, but so also jump. good job
0: with <laughs> the
2: how...
1: evil guy.
2: I love how Della's ready to introduce her, her own family to her. like that. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and, like, the whole thing of uh, Della being uh, being made unsure if they're actually friends, but then as soon as she comes back, it's like, yeah, we are, we are friends after all, so it's like, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the rekindling of the friendship hopefully <laughs>
2: happens. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, Penumbra, at least in the season three premiere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the,
0: the, the lead up to the, uh, to this finale, there, like, we have, um, two, like, main arcs, or th- three main arcs. Um, let, let's talk about Glom Gold first, I guess, because Glom Tales is just an episode that- <laughs> Glom Tales. It, From the very beginning, the, the special intro, it, I, I, I need, like, what, what stood out to you guys the most of the, of the intro, because that was a piece of art. <laughs>
1: How oh, low fuck. budget it was! Like the yeah. weird scribbles and the awfully awkward like three D stuff, and just like the creepy puppet show when he's like, "Our yes. budget's gone now." <laughs> <laughs> like that, me- just like the the jankiness of it was my
2: favorite. But well, for me, it was just the how low budget, but they had three D, and how that just does not coincide together because three D represents big budget, so.
0: Yeah, but it was like a, a 1980s Dire Straits CG. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was really the the basic blocky stuff. No
1: backgrounds, stuff. nothing. And
0: like also there's like moment where he like blends into the green screen. <laughs> so, like mm-hmm. his, his pla- somehow like his 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 kilt is green screen, which right. is weird because it's like <laughs> it's plaid, probably right. And like a gl- glom-tail is just pasted everywhere. His face is pasted on all the characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know and- he's so good. It, it it very much fits the Glomgold aesthetic of make everything about me as cheaply as possible. So uh, it's
1: a very slap slapdab kind of duck, so that checks out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and of course he himself is singing the intro which in, in itself. Yes! You know, it's just great to hear his voice being trying to be melodic. Uh
2: so, so yeah, Gl- Glomgold is is great. Uh, and I think the theme song was too long for him. He did not plan on this theme song having being that long. So, like halfway <laughs> through, yeah, he he's ready
1: to stop. because he didn't plan for that. Those many minutes. I agree, Steve. That's a good
0: point. <laughs> wow, Blomgold not being great at planning. <laughs> did, that,
2: that, that's a, that's shocking to me
1: it's shocking, hey, yeah,
2: Alex, take it back up he saved the earth, man, he's our savior, Let's show a little respect yeah. <laughs> look i am
0: also going to recognize his his shortcomings, but that they make yeah. the shortcomings
2: make him who he is,
0: so you know. yeah, well I'm you really sure do. I'm it's sure true.
2: I'm sure if general Linares knew more about him, he would just feel so ashamed and embarrassed that he lost it because of him, like. Yeah. He probably can never live like that Maybe he maybe he's if he's happier of just being stranded in space since so we don't have to face anybody after that embarrassment. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, the the Glom Tales uh, um, is comprised of uh, Glomgold slowly uh, building up this uh, villain team up. So we get a check-in with everybody, with the Beagle Boys, with Mark Beeks, with uh, eventually recruiting Magicka. Um, did, Don uh, Carnage. Don, Don Carnage is in there, too. Uh, did, do, you, do you guys have, have a fa- uh,
2: favorite part uh, of this episode? Hmm. I don't know. Um... I did like, though, like, uh, the first day, the, how Magico works at a Funko, and I like how Funzo himself, like, talks down to her, like, the spell! What did I say about wishing death on children? Or something like that. And she said, Not to? The way she said not to was so adorable, so... (laughs) Well,
0: what you find adorable, I found very saddening, is like the scene of a broken person.
2: When yeah, it just totally have lost
0: their purpose but, but, in life.
2: And what she realized, though, she wants to put a curse, get rid of all children, curses on all children with birthdays. Don't you realize that's all children? Because yeah! everybody yeah. has a birthday. Yeah. Like, what person does not? I kind of want to meet that. Maybe
1: Magica doesn't have a birthday. Maybe she wasn't birthed, like... Or hatched, really. Maybe that's it! She's only wishing death on the mammals, <laughs> but not, like, the fowl
0: children. Do, do fowls not celebrate birthdays? They're, They're hatch
1: days. days! They're not births! Well, that's <laughs> still a not. birth, it's just N- a different that's method. Not different. It <laughs> doesn't count. No umbilical cord doesn't count.
2: Oh, and I still... I'm uh, still so, uh, realizing the reveal though And I remember in mm-hmm. the very second episode Of the series That Funko was taken down by the Beagle Boys And knowing who he is now I'm like, he should have been able to take them <laughs>
1: I don't uh, know I think maybe he's biding his time For something yeah.
0: But yeah.
2: I'm, 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 I'm Hopefully next season though I want to see him get his little revenge on the Beagles <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So, uh, so yeah, and Glamgold uh, gets everybody to join in through the the theme of family, and then of course, family's
1: like, the biggest theme of all. I yeah. oh,
2: yeah. love Glamgold, and really, it was when I mentioned family. I thought definitely Magico should have been like, "I'm out." Because family has done nothing but bad to me. Family betrays you, you know, and ruins your plans. I thought
1: we were going to have Goldie team up, not Magicka, honestly. I thought that was way more Scrooge's biggest enemy because she gets away with it. Like, Magicka didn't get away with it.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. first of all, Glomgold would never trust her again. So, even if that's enough.
1: true, <laughs> that's
2: true. Oh, yeah, Glomgold and Goldie know. already have history, right? Yeah. Yeah
1: they,
2: yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, like his, his, you know, like I said, his goal was to destroy Scrooge, and stuff. all Goldie wants is just he just wants a easy, just wants cash and money and treasures. Um, uh, I, I, I will say the thing
0: of a uh, Glam Gold like pasting the villains' faces on, like trying to find a match with the uh, with the Scrooge's family that reminded me very much of you, Steve. That feels like a thing that you do. Like, <laughs> I try, guess so. Trying to connect different characters and oh yeah.
2: Parallels, yeah yeah so. i'm not i lying you're right though like the only match that really did not match really was uh webby and magicka except for the fact that webby hates magicka's gusts so that kind of goes with it but i don't think well they did, they Magica, described it really... as like
0: an unpredictable wild card and in that sense i can kind of see it uh-huh. Like Magica is a real wild card and so like you never know if she's
2: gonna be pathetic or amazing. Like it, it could go yeah. either way. I love, uh, I love how the biggest like and the others reaction though, that when Glango said, "Why do we want her in the team?" She lost most of her powers, and the others were like, "She's probably biding her time, and she does a little magic trick, and they're all like clapping." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, do the Beagles know though that technically Magica was the one who masterminded the whole uh, crap destroy Mob Beagle's birthday party? That was, you know, her idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember back in um, yeah, Nino's debut episode? That's uh, technically Magica ruined Mob Ma Beagle's birthday and now they're working together.
0: Yeah, the, the desire to uh, ruin Scrooge heals all wounds, I guess. But at the end, when Glomgold decides to, like, turn on them as soon as he gets the, the, their resources, it's like, you're all poor now, and I'm great. And then Louis turns his scheme, and so Glomgold gets beaten up, and so we don't see him again until the finale. But, you know, that, that, that whole, whole, um, Rise and fall was very glomgold, so you know, good. <laughs> the <laughs> the
2: f- <rise> <laughs> Anyone though, disappointed over we did not see just for like the villains turn the other villains like help save the world in moon invasion because you know, you yeah, think it, it's it, kind
0: of weird that only glomgold shows up, but like you know,
2: <laughs> glomgold uh, has
0: nothing to lose except to show up Scrooge at something. So,
2: well, actually no, correction, we did see Beaks in the moon invasion, so at least one of them, but. Uh-huh. More of a side character. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, Gl- Gl- Glomgold was very strong
2: in Glomtills and in the finale. Um, Actually, n- I just realized it would be cool if we saw Magica and Beaks maybe bond over, like, having a family member turn on them. Because, uh, <sighs> you know, with Magica, with Lena, and with Beeks, you know, Boyd, pretty much similar stuff. Sure, sure. Um,
0: speaking of family turning on each other, um, Louis is a big piece of this uh, up, lead up to the arc because Time Foon is basically Louis doing one of his... The get rich quick schemes that fails. We get at the end, you know, Della like shutting him down. Good. Uh, Gl- tells Louis decides to like play the <laughs> villains by like get, but still getting his, his, um, his reward in terms of the company. And then Rich is stuck in the world. It's about him like dealing with the, the rise of riches. So, um, Michelle, how, how did you feel about some green shirts? Uh, and, um. Thank
1: you. <laughs>
0: Uh, about uh, his his whole deal in these episodes.
1: I mean, I think it's kind of great. I don't think we I feel like we've definitely had green shirt episodes, but I feel like giving him a mini arc is so close to the finale, weirdly works pretty good. And I mean, I, I will say like I part of the reason I appreciate Adela grounding him is because I'm pretty sure green shirt was the one sibling who, like, didn't know how to feel about her coming back. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they had the most distance already. So I feel Mm -hmm. like the fact that she ends up grounding him of all them is kind of necessary just, Mm -hmm. like, for their personal relationship to each other as mother and son because they had the most distance. And they haven't really hung out. Like, she's hung out with Blue Shirt. They've done adventure-y stuff. She's hung out with Red Shirt and gone into the video game. Has she really hung out out with Red Shirt?
2: She had a Bonnie episode with Webby and Launchpad of all. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) she so like she needed something. And I feel like grounding him makes the most sense because he is always kind of just like looking to get money and to to get his own and and not really. He's not honestly a huge team player, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. It, It helps him stand out from his brother's. But I I really liked the arc. I mean, I honestly was so proud of him for double-crossing, like, all the bad guys. (laughs) But then also when Scrooge came at the end, I was like, okay, great. You're going to transfer the mind to me now. And he's like, hmm. And Scrooge is like, what? And then he does it. And he, like, legitimately becomes the richest duck in the world. And it's terrible. But he
2: he sure tries. I think that's honestly pretty great. I can understand a little bit the fact that in Louis' perspective the last few weeks, Adults have done nothing but screw him over, so him just wanted to get back at them. I kind of get it, you know? Plus,
1: like, if you could be that rich, like, why yeah. would you give it up, even for family? I kind of get it. Yeah. And then it, like, ends up not being what he wants, but he would never know it's not what he wanted unless he tried it out first. So I feel like this is good closure for him. He's happy to be wealthy, but now he doesn't necessarily need to be the richest duck in the world because he's already done it and it didn't suit
2: him. Well, he yeah, he's gonna start over doing his own way. Exactly. Um, the, and the person I'm oh it sucks stand The person I'm most proud of has to be Olsen. I mean, good for her finally standing up for herself and doing her own way here. I um, mean all she's been like she's a competent businesswoman, she knows all this stuff, and all she has all these males, these men, these men who think they know everything who don't ignore her advice, don't show her any respect. So good for you, Olsen.
0: Okay. That, 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 that <laughs> was that was that was very tangential to our Louis conversation, yes. but um. Oh, uh, I, I, really I, I guess we can get we can get that out of the way. Michelle, do you have any Allison thoughts?
1: Yeah. I like Allison a lot. I hope she becomes a millionaire. I I think being in that kind of advisory role can be very thankless, and clearly we've seen it be nothing but a struggle for her, but whoever she's working with, don't so...
2: You, don't you think, though, there's some layers here of just sexism among her, like, this, like, lack of respect from her bosses of, of her advice? Like, we're, like, we know it all, we're men, we know better than this woman, don't you think uh, there's any well, it, and, and he,
1: I would say DuckTales as a show has been very a conscience <laughs> of how it, it treats characters of, you know... <laughs> All of its other female characters, like, I think are perfectly fine. I think for her, it's like, it's, I think it's more of an issue of her job title, and, and what she ends up having to do in relation to the people she works for, than necessarily her gender, but they are do things tied together, but again, like, even if that's true, at the end of the season, she's like, yo, I'm, like, not about this anymore. I'm gonna go do something for me and be richer than all y'all. And you can F off. I'm out. And that's pretty great. So I feel like even if it was bad before, she's pretty redeemed
0: now. Yeah. Yeah right and like in the show she frames it as like oh all you people all you millionaires here are like very reckless with your money you're not professionals at all so like she yeah. frames it from that sense like she's educated and mm-hmm. these people just kind of lucked into their money somehow so it, yeah. that, uh, that 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 angle is also one that comes with um very different uh, points of view so uh, that that uh, that concludes our Allison awesome talk for today. Um, back to Louie. Um, I will say that there was uh, one moment in, I think it's uh, um, Glom Tales, where like Louie is grounded and he's got the robot to like keep him in check. And like, the, there's a point where he breaks down and, and he's like, I, I, like, stop, schemes is like the one thing I'm good at and I'm being punished yeah. for. Like that, that, yeah.
2: that, that part kind of,
0: kind of touched me a little bit because like throughout the show, I think, um, a theme has been these, uh, nephews finding a role in in the whole um family dynamic and it does seem like louis has always been the kind to like be on the outside looking in and like not really knowing what what he's contributing so like that mm -hmm. that 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 sentiment uh felt very strong and so it felt also good when like della is trying to include um louis later on in the in the final two episodes I think there's at some point where like she does call back to like, and I need someone to help me find all the angles, to, like try to include L- Louis in the mm-hmm. uh, in the whole thing. So, uh, like Louis is a character that I, I mean, he, he's he's got some problems, but like I, I think that this arc uh, that do, does good by him and like uh, giving him the emotional connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, good. Good. Good for green shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah, good for green shirt. Good
2: for green shirts. Um uh, Michelle, is, is Green Shirt your favorite of the shirts? Green shirt
1: now? <sighs> um, no. I, I I enjoy him a lot, but honestly, I think I kinda like Blue Shirt. He grew on me. I love like his dynamic with Webby. Platonically, you know, because they're yeah. family. <laughs> but uh, I mean like the fact that he has this ridiculous, like show that's like just cardboard people watching him and his spirit of adventure. I don't know. Like I just I think he's fun. He's a
2: good oh, time. But oh, they're all
1: good. They're yeah. all generally good with distinct personalities.
2: I love them all too. I don't know yeah. who put my favorite I I guess like probably Louie, probably Green Shirt because I don't know. He you see just to be like more like me in terms of I'm less likely to wanna to go on a dangerous adventure. Mm-hmm. but at the same time maybe huey like i'm sort of a nerd like huey in terms of knowing facts and stuff and i hate being wrong about stuff so i don't know I he might be mm-hmm. the one i most relate to
1: mm-hmm. that's fair yeah
2: yeah and um sort of related
0: to the to way we've got adela here as well she's kind of got the the arc of uh, learning how to how to be a good parent, and um, we got like Della and Beakley fighting throughout the uh, time. Foon in terms of like how yeah. to how to treat the children. Um, that Della is very dismissive, of Beakley's advice until the end.
2: And oh, I she, love like, I love. Oh, I love the part that when Della's like, oh, the Kate Duck on the skateboard. She's like. Next time, we make sure he's wearing a helmet, and she's like yeah. so proud of yeah, herself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's like, "Oh, good advice, me! I did a great job there being yeah, a parent." Yeah.
0: But uh, I guess like that—that that kind of uh, lackadaisical style is why, at the end, like it feels very strong. Like she comes down on, on Louis hard and just. Um, uh you know in- introduces this idea of grounding that i don't think has been done to these nephews ever so good, good, good i'm good sure
1: this. donald did it a lot yeah. honestly i feel like he's a very mm-hmm. like these are the ground rules kind of mm-hmm. parent yeah.
0: yeah we we, we, we but, do need uh, some donald flashbacks but of, yeah like seeing how he deals well, with I these kids do feel though
2: they the nephews are always able to maybe con their way out of like grounding they can sneak out more easily with donald and Stuff well, Dedalus, she like we saw in um Glam Tales, like she was she has range, the like... mind
1: of the kids still, she knows yeah. what they're <laughs> thinking before yeah. they do,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. The, the, the robot was very persistent, <laughs> of the keep, keeping
2: in check there. And, and uh, uh, what about the uh, very fan favorite character back, Bubba, who everyone loves? Who
1: knows who he is
0: these what? DuckTales 1987 people oh <laughs>
1: okay yeah. I'm yeah, like, I he no, was not in the show before that I remember and
2: and really uh people fans a lot of people did not like him in the original just like a lot of people didn't like Doofus or Webby for that matter in the original so hmm kind of weird that they brought him back but i I did like this
1: is amazing bubba grew on me
0: yeah
1: i did
2: like okay
1: yeah he grew on me i mean he's a good he's a good guy he helped them and he can skateboard and he wore shades and he can ride a triceratops i mean there's a lot to admire i feel like like
0: this is the plot like of like some 90s movies where it's like caveman unfrozen and we need to make him be
2: cool that's actually a movie encino man yeah yeah
0: that's it. the one like there's there's, there's, there's like movies okay. exactly like this <laughs> like oh we um, need to make the caveman cool
2: give him sunglasses to teach him uh, how to skateboard I, yeah. I, I like... if
1: that's really a movie we have to watch it sometimes
2: <laughs> it's amazing i i like the uh that today now is the fact that dinosaurs and cave people do not exist in the same time so thank thank you show for acknowledging that <laughs> Yeah, I do
1: appreciate Redshirt losing his mind over being wrong about the past. Yeah. He had so many like bonkers facial expressions and they were so good. I honestly wanted to change my Discord icon to one of them because <laughs> they're just so good. They they really like I love seeing this side of him, this like unhinged side. It's really it's really fun. Yeah, mm.
0: he he doesn't well, like his beliefs being challenged. <laughs> well, and
2: I think I think that takes a little bit after Uncle, Skunk, Uncle after Scrooge. I think Scrooge sometimes can be like that too, very stubborn, set in his ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Baba also
0: um, learns to enjoy chili dogs. Um, have Have you guys I, ever eaten a chili
2: dog recently? I don't, I don't know. know. I will it's say like that chili, chili dogs
0: are very messy and
2: like it or tastes good. It sound but, like it. Yeah. Well, you say. First, he's first corn and now chili dogs stuff, foods that keep following us everywhere we go. Well, the, Alex and Michelle that, that, are chili dogs following us everywhere remember, we go? Well, remember the Sonic episode, of okay? KO, yeah, was yeah. there
0: chili dogs there? Yeah, that was like a main thing, but like the so- Sonic and Tails got lured there because Daryl had a poster for chili dogs or something. Have you guys I
1: fully blacked that out? <laughs> have you guys
2: have you guys? Heard ever heard the Bubba theme song? No,
1: there's a I don't theme think song. I,
2: it, I posted no. it on the Discord a, a few days ago. You guys gotta okay. check it out. Okay,
0: okay.
1: If you post <laughs> it again, I'll listen
2: to it. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it mentioned they mentioned in the episode for a second, like when Dewey's like, "Is you Bubba sing Bubba Bubba?" That's all I got so far. Okay. And, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they, they did. They do reference They do. That.
1: Yeah, blue shirt sings it. It's yeah. really good.
2: Yeah.
0: So we got that. Um. One random detail I want to bring out of the way, in The Richest Duck in the World, like, that that epi- I mean, well, I guess I'll open that up, since we haven't really talked about that episode, Um, like, Louis is, wants to be the richest duck in the world, he gets it, but as a result, he gets this uh, curse, uh there's a monster involved, and on the side, it's a Della... Um, being introduced to Dewey do nights and, and like slowly coming to the potential realization that Penumbra might not have liked her as much as she thought she did and it well, ends with
2: the message so uh, but I thought that realization is healthy for their relationship for when they do get reunited and stuff that Della kind of knows that and is able just to start anew in their relationship so got that out of the way I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, anything from this episode that you that stood out to you? Uh
0: oh. <laughs> I forgot which yeah, episode I, I mean, I, we're I, I... talking about. We keep jumping around. Yeah, well Rich is stuck in the world is are not... Stuck in
1: the World. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, like, this isn't the most, like, the standout of the episode. Well, like,
1: <laughs> it's my least favorite, but I, I still young- think it's a good episode. Um,
2: I, love, I love seeing young Scrooge, though, in a sense. I,
1: l- I, I do think it's hilarious that Scrooge is so, like, wealthy he doesn't understand how inflation works. So after he shined that guy's shoes and used all of his rags, he only asked for 10 cents. <laughs> That is not how much you should ask for in twenty nineteen. He, sti- he still got
2: shifted on it though. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah. And, no, and rarely people wear shoes here. Like really like the only Lena that, might be the only person that wears shoes in this universe. So that that was really strange. <laughs> like that,
0: that moment where he just like realizes, wait a minute, do people not wear shoes anymore?
1: Well, some of them <laughs> do. I wonder if it's like a class thing. Like if you're a really fancy business person you don't wear shoes, but if you're like Older school you do but
2: or so, something? I don't explain Lena. She wears shoes. She's not exactly, like, very rich, so. Maybe, well, maybe maybe, that's why. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like a vintage thing. Yeah. Maybe she's
1: blue collar. Who knows? Uh, yeah, she's
2: yeah. just, maybe she's just cool. She knows it's a, just too cool for school. Yeah, yeah. Is that still a word? Uh, yes, that's that's still an, an ironic phrase, I uh, guess. And by guys, I posted here on the chat the Bubba Theme song. So you guys, want to, when we're done, you want to react to it? No, thanks.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> any final thoughts? you like anything else that we haven't really touched upon, or something that like the, that um, you want to give us final thoughts so, Michelle? Um, from anything? Yeah, yeah. And anything before we say goodbye, is there anything that you wanted to <laughs> leave um, off with.
1: When, when Green Shirt stole the time machine and Launchpad Season freaks out and, and and Green Shirt's like, I know what you're going to say, and Launchpad goes, you have your own tub? Look, he, like, (laughs) oh my god, he was just so funny, that episode, but I was like, yo, same, I love Bath, too, like, I really (laughs) love
2: Bath. Oh, I love the... Seeing Web, Webby in her virtual sixties outfit, I thought that yeah, was that kinda... looked
1: really cool. Actually, <laughs> when she came back through time,
2: oh, she needs to keep that, and she, next time she has her little slumber party with Lena and Violet, show yes, up that stuff.
1: Themed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs>
2: well, one of them came
0: back as a pirate. I think B-Cleave was when it came back as a pirate. Yeah. So, that...
1: so I just had like a, a suit of armor on. Yeah, that.
0: yeah, that I can
1: believe. Yeah, I can yeah. believe that too. Yeah.
0: So, okay, um, Steve, any any final thoughts?
2: Mm, I don't know I mean first of all I mean Glassstone Feathery murderers they're monsters killing poor Mickey I mean yeah, Mickey Mickey. <laughs> um, I don't know I'm excited though Um, see what happens next season I'm like you Alex I mean this I, I love spy versus spy stuff this is going to be fun and like I said I love get smart so hopefully so this is going to be awesome and you know who's coming next season Daisy's finally going to show up I'm so excited for that and also, I guess Dylan's favorite, Goofy, is going to be here next season, too.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. So with, with that, uh, we have uh, concluded our DuckTales uh, season two coverage. Um, thank you for following along. You can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord for you chat with us. As Steve mentioned, there is a DuckTales channel. Um, you can find that at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, James, a.k.a. Ironwood. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Uh, besides DuckTales, um, as mentioned, uh, we've covered uh, OKKO OK recently, that show um, yeah. wrapped up. Uh, we've oh. got a Steven Universe movie coverage, Miraculous Ladybug, Fiend's right. Basket, Final Space, uh, Undone. We recently had a podcast on. So,
2: the they uh, just also have Scrooge on the show. So, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, David, David Tennant. Yes, yes. yeah.
2: So Angie, yeah, G, so the, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So there's a lot of uh, varied animation we we cover here on uh, on the podcast. So feel free to check those out as well. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Goodbye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye. Stay classy.